getting divorced sucks. Being divorced is great. So once you can get through those murky waters, holy cow, you find this amazing freedom on the other side and you can learn to co-parent and you can learn to do these things. And it takes a while through the process, but now it's your house. It's your decisions. It's, it's your time. And people go, oh, well, the, the kids aren't with me this weekend. Oh no. What do I do? Honey, this is your life. You get to do whatever you want. And when those value systems in place, now you get to step out and figure out what it is you want to do, who you want to be. And really explore this whole new time block of your yeah. own. So it's a lot of fun to be able to do it. I don't recommend getting divorced just so you have free right. time. But if you get on that other side, you really can have a lot of freedom. Hello, and welcome to Living Her Legacy, a podcast that celebrates and serves mamas who are choosing to live their best life after starting their families. I'm your host, Jill Sutton, and thank you so much for joining today. As always, follow along on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Jill G. Sutton or at Living Her Legacy Podcast. And you can also find us on YouTube. We are slowly getting videos up of the podcast episodes on YouTube. So I'd love it if you would join over there. It's kind of fun to watch along instead of just listen. So if you prefer that method, then definitely check us out on YouTube. Today on the podcast, we have Joy Bartholomew, who has created her own podcast called The Divorce Confidant. She's also created a business to help women go through the process of divorce, almost like a divorce doula, someone who's been there before, who can coach you and guide you each step of the way. I hope you enjoy. Hello, Joy. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jill. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, get an opportunity to chat. Yes, me too. I would love for you to just introduce yourself, maybe share a little bit about um, who you are, where you're from, and what you're doing now. Sure. Yeah, my name is Joy Bartholomew, and I am a recent transplant to Somerville, South Carolina. Um, I grew up and lived my whole life up in Maryland, just outside of DC and retired from my full-time job. So we just found this, this need to go South and live in the warm weather. So my kids are off at college. I'm a divorced mom of two. And I did give them the address though. I promise. I told my kids I was moving and where I was going, cause they're going to need money and food at some point. So I wanted to, you know, just live this great retired life, but at the same time, being divorced and, you know, really having this want to help people. I um, went back to school and mm. got training as a yoga teacher, meditation facilitator, and a life coach. So now I work with women going through divorce because going through my own divorce, it was just so hard uh, and emotional and overwhelming. And just, I didn't know what I was doing. And so my goal now is to really help women who are in this stage of life, really help them make this transition easier, quicker, with grace and integrity, without losing kind of their marbles during the whole thing. And just allowing them to go through this process mm -hmm. just with a little bit of ease. Yeah, I can only imagine what like a painful and vulnerable time that is for someone to go through and what a need to have someone who can like walk hand in hand with you through this. Yeah. And everybody I talk to is like, man, I wish I would have had somebody to help me when I was going through my divorce. And that was where it came from was there has to be a better way. 
There has mm. to be a way to take the stress out of the divorce, the co-parenting. And this is where I was like, this is where I can step in and really provide some real value, I believe, uh, to women who are kind of struggling. Yeah. Can you share with me a little bit about maybe some of the struggles that you went through? I know you kind of talked about co-parenting, but let's go into detail about maybe a few of them. Yeah. So this, the struggle, the struggle is real. It, um, you know, my ex and I were sitting on our, our deck and he's like, well, you know, I don't know that this is working. And my first thought sitting at my deck is looking around at all of the other houses in our neighborhood, the backyards and going, what are the neighbors going to think? You know, putting that, not just here's my marriage ending, but I was more concerned with mm. what are the neighbors going to think? Um, so it doesn't just hit you and your kids and it, it really kind of breaks up and fractures families and friend systems out there. And that was one of the harder things was not only did I lose my husband, which can I say really wasn't a big loss at the end of the day. Like we weren't happy. Mm -hmm. Um, I should have left long ago, uh, but it took infidelity on his part to, to make that kind of transition. Um, but when you're in that void of who can I trust, who can I talk to, who's on my side, what, how am I helping the kids manage their emotions while you're trying to manage your own as well? And that struggle was hard. And I ended up going into my doctor and she was like, oh, no, 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 no. I've been there. Here's the meds <laughs> mm. because that depression really mm -hmm. sets in. And, um, you know, when you're sitting there and you're just crying and sobbing and not knowing what tomorrow brings, what finances are going to bring, what, how you're going to pay for college, it makes it really difficult. And we don't share a lot, right? As women, we, we internalize it, um, maybe over some glass of wine with the, with your close girlfriends, but the, my friend was the one he was having an affair with. So that friend group was even fractured. So who do I trust? Who do I know that I can really talk to about this? And uh, I think that's where having a coach, having a therapist, having somebody who feels a little unbiased that you can really lay those things out to is definitely very helpful because you just don't know who to trust. And it's a season where you don't know which way to turn. I can't even imagine being someone in your own friend group, but even if it weren't, you think about the life that you kind of build together. You have the mutual friends, mutual family now that you depend on. And you're right. It is kind of like who takes whose side, right? Who, who do you get to kind of confide in now? Or did you lose that person? So it's not even just the loss of your partner, but it's the loss of the whole community really. It does. It takes a toll uh, on everybody and managing all of those little networks is just much harder at this point. So if, so that was my reasoning for getting into divorce coaching was really just to help women. And, you know, even on my end, I didn't even know how to get into my checking account, into our joint checking account. Oh, he did the bills. So now there's another level of mm. drama after 16, 18 years, 
I had to start doing my own budgeting. I had to start paying my own bills. I online banking. I didn't even know what that was last time. I mean, I used my ATM card and that was pretty much all the banking I knew, which was bad on my part. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not the only one. And I talked to more Mm. and more women who have turned those keys over to somebody else. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to open that door anymore. So there's a lot of struggles that are going on and it's a new learning process. It's this whole learning curve that you just have to take one day at a time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually had heard um, from a few people in like the finance department where they kind of talk about really trying to educate women because it is something that for some reason, when we do uh, marry, we kind of let that go. We don't, um, I don't know, we're not as involved in that area. And that's a big area, you know, that's a scary area to, to then have to do on your own for the first time after so many years. And it probably feels a little bit like I should know this, you know, like you might, you know, feel a little bit bad having to ask. So I think, you know, let's talk about maybe as far as you coaching, what are some of the services that Mm -hmm. you provide? Like obviously some, maybe some training in that area or connecting them with someone where they can learn how to do these things. Exactly. And as a divorce coach, my goal is really to support them emotionally, help them bring down that stress so they can find clarity. There's so many people who go, I want the house. I want the kids. I want everything full time. How do I do this while I'm working? All of these things, but like you need to prioritize. So bringing down that stress Mm. and helping them manage and helping them maybe reduce the busy, like how many of us I I know when I was going through my divorce, I put more things on my plate as a distraction. I added to the busy and how many mm-hmm. of us add to that busy in that phase? And it was the same thing with, with the um, finances. I was so busy with the kids. I was like, I'm delegating. You're doing the finances. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the kids. Uh, and we had to divide and conquer a little bit, but on this other end, now mom's doing everything. And I think we get caught up in the busy. I think we get caught up in keeping up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. keeping up with the other moms and helping them realize that you need to be your true and authentic self. And if you need to step back, if you need to slow down, if you need to say that word, no, a few times to give your own self some peace of mind and release some of that stress, then you need to do that. So that's where I really work with the ladies that um, my clients, um, I do one-on-one sessions really just to help them make those steps forward. And whether it's in co-parenting, like how are you dividing up the time? Are you nesting at the house? Like, does he come in the weekend and you leave? How do you separate this time and how do you work through some of those issues? And I do have resources for ladies who hey, I need to find a financial person. So there are certified Mm -hmm. divorce financial um, people who can help you through that divorce with the 401ks. And then I outsource to CDLPs, the certified divorce lending professionals who can help you determine what your mortgages can look like. So where I provide that emotional service, where I provide that guidance, they provide some of those other Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. tangible assets. Um, But I do have some worksheets that I I go through with them on budgeting. So that way they can get an idea of what post-divorce life looks like, because you have the same pot of money, and now you have to run two households out of it. And how Mm -hmm. do you do that? 
Do you give up your nail appointments mm-hmm. or do you sell the house and get something smaller and more manageable? So there's a lot of different aspects to what I do, and it just depends on what their need is. But the overarching theme is really helping manage their time, money, and um, emotions during all of that. Mm-hmm. I, we kind of talked just before we got on here about life values and how um, after a life change, it's kind of mm-hmm. a good idea to maybe reassess those values. You know, oftentimes, like for me, it's either a job change or having a baby. And, you know, you kind of like everything kind of like, whoa, 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 I've got to like reassess life right now. Like we just had a major life event. So obviously in the case of divorce, like that would be the same thing. Is there any like way you recommend someone kind of sit down and like figure out those values that they have and how to prioritize those in their day? Definitely. I think that there is a, this is a huge opportunity to make that shift in your values because were you truly living by your values during the marriage or were you living by some commingled set of values? And I'm not saying that's bad because it's a partnership. Marriage is a Mm -hmm. partnership, but was there emotional abuse? Was there financial abuse? Was there anything that was going on that was driving your value system in a different direction that was inauthentic to who you really are? And this is that opportunity. And I actually have a worksheet on my website to talk about it. But one of the things that I, I recommend to do is really go through a core value list. There's usually 100, 150 words on there. Pick 15, 20 that resonate with you that really speak to your heart and write them down on a sticky note and put them up on your mirror where you can look at them. And as you go through your day, your week, maybe two weeks, start crossing off ones that really aren't at your core, categorize them maybe as charity and you're feeling generous and compassionate. Uh, You want to volunteer, those types of things. And you can categorize them. And then you can start to find in these categories that you make, maybe the top one in each category. And then you can compile maybe those three to five true core values that you want to live by and in integrity with. Then you have to start making decisions based on those values, right? You can't just say, oh, I have this great list over here. I have these wonderful values. And then you put them in a drawer and don't do anything Mm -hmm. with them. Mm -hmm. Now it's when Joey and Susie, the kids want to go, well, we want to do Wednesday night, you know, basketball lessons. Well, you know, Wednesday nights are family night. Wednesday night's not going to be something that we interrupt because if that is one of our core values is spending this quality time Mm -hmm. together, then let's find a different night for basketball or let's find something else that you can do. That's not going to interrupt this value system. So it's hard. It takes a little bit of time to figure it out, but really finding that genuine true self through that values gives you that great base to start making those divorce and post-divorce decisions. Yeah. I think this is where it really gets tricky, right? You can find Mm -hmm. your values, but then aligning with your values sometimes (laughs) is hard. You know, it's really hard. It's like, I was actually, I just did an episode where I talked about family is like one of my top core values. And then I was like, in the episode, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not really doing a lot right now to like show that that's one of my values or to live in one of my values. And so my, you know, my goal this month is to not spend as much time on the podcast and to turn, you know, turn things off so that I really am actually like, if someone were to look at me, they could say, 
oh yeah, she likes to spend time with her family or whatever, you know, they could see that. But I do think those are hard decisions like to actually make and to sit there and think about how in a tangible way you can align better with that value. Oh, most definitely. And for those types of situations where it's either uh, religious or it's family or it's it's something that's structured, it's putting those onto your calendar first and making sure that you make those your priority. They can't be afterthoughts. They can't be um, something that you just, oh, well, we don't have anything to do tonight. Let's do family stuff. No, it has to be structured in there. I had a girlfriend every Friday night, they did pizza night. They made homemade mm -hmm. dough. They did the whole thing. That was that was their time together. Uh, ours had always been Sunday evenings. That was the one time the kids didn't have sports or scouts or whatever going on. And we were able to have that nice family dinner where I actually, we actually sat in the dining room. Like even who has a dining room anymore. Yeah. But we sat in the dining room and had the nice family dinner because that was something that was really important for me mm -hmm. to get everybody around the table at one time. Making that a priority and scheduling it first really is key. Yeah. I, that's something that I also think I need to do is just time block it in. Like it has to mm -hmm. be like, I can put my running on the calendar. I can put my, you know, like all these things on the calendar, but I don't ever say like for these, you know, two hours or three hours, I'm just going to like sit and play with the kids. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that would change things a lot. Yeah. And, and try it, try it for mm -hmm. two weeks, try it for a month and then see if you can adjust one way or another, but you might find that I love that structure and you might find that you love that structure too. Everybody is different. So you have to make mm. it work for you. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about, um, just being a mom going through a divorce, you know, just how you kind of mentioned you know, you're trying to navigate your emotions and you're also trying to help your kids. Is there any advice you'd give to a mom that has kids that's going through a divorce on how to, how to navigate that? It is such a tricky situation. My son was just starting high school when all of this kicked off. Uh, my daughter was in middle school and my son struggled in high school that first year. Um, ER visits, you know, just non-communicative, uh, just depressed and very unhappy. I think it was a mix of him going, transitioning from a public school to a private school, as well as the separation and dad moving out. Um, though he will say it's not because of the divorce. I'm like, it just is too mm -hmm. much of that perfect storm not to be the divorce or at least partly. So I think that it's keeping those lines of communication open. I think it's really having those true and vulnerable conversations with your kids because so mm -hmm. many times as moms, we are the stoic. We are, it's dinner, it's homework, it's chores, whatever it is. And we don't kind of let ourselves show some of those emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think it's allowing you to cry. It's allowing them to see you having a little moment mm -hmm. where you need to release some of that tension that's going on and say, look, I'm, I'm sad about this too. This wasn't the way I wanted our family to be, whether you initiated it or not. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? And really opening up that dialogue, allowing them to see you be vulnerable 
and then open up themselves. It gives them a window into it's okay to cry. It's okay to have these emotions. It's okay to be not okay with it mm -hmm. and really allow them to start talking through. The first time this happens, are they going to be open and responsive to it? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But over time, over those car rides where you're singing along and bonding, where you're having these game nights or those Friday night pizzas or Sunday night dinners, allowing them to really open up emotionally, not judge them on it, not shut it down and have that active listening where you put down the phone, you turn off the TV or you turn down the TV. You have that eye contact. You're really listening and engaged to them. When they say, I'm really sad about dad leaving. You're sad. Okay. So you're unhappy. It makes you sad mm -hmm. that dad left. Having that responsive communication with them. So that way they feel that they're seen and that they're heard and that they have something in this as well, that they're not just an afterthought in this mm -hmm. whole divorce process. No, 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 no. And kids know when you're lying. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, um, dad left because of X. Well, dad didn't leave because of necessarily that reason. Maybe it's not age appropriate, but they're going to know that that's not really the case. And so you need to be able to say, look, mom and dad had some problems. We fell apart and it's okay. We're still a family and we still love you. So what is it that we can do to support you? How is it that we can help you mm -hmm. and see if you can keep those lines of communication open. And that's really such a hard place to be with the kids, but allowing them to voice those concerns, allowing them to have that seat at the table can be mm -hmm. really helpful. Yeah. I think exactly what you said, like going back to even creating that space in, in your calendar for them is like, you mm -hmm. have to create that space during this time to even allow for that opportunity. Right. So you have to yes. be really present and mindful. Um, I would also think that like being such like a different scenario than normal day life, normal bumping the knee or, you know, getting a bad grade in school where they kind of know how to react. Right. This would be something where like probably you showing or showing your emotion helps them figure yeah. out like how they can show theirs or how they're, you know, it's okay to be upset about it. Like, and I think just like, you're right, like as a, as a parent or a mom, you know, we are kind of like the, the strength of the family and like, you know, we hold it all together and, and we go cry in our room by ourselves at night or whatever. Like we don't let anyone see that, but at the <laughs> same time, like they need to kind of see the full cycle, right. They need to see like the grieving process, the, the anger behind it. And then the sad, you know, the sadness of it all. Yeah. And you have to role model that for them mm -hmm. because if they don't see it, they don't know how to do it. If they're not a part and of that process, then they're not going to know how to do it. But to your point, you know, when they fall down and they get a little boo-boo, well, now all of a sudden, what might've been a brush it off to them because they haven't been able to express their emotions. Now they're going to explode with some kind of off the rail kind of a response to it because a little bit of emotion is coming out because they have this boo-boo, but now all of this pent up emotion underneath is going to well to the surface. You're going to be like, well, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be taking that time. And that might be an opening there when they're just kind of having a tantrum or they're having an explosive response to something where you can sit down and go, okay, what's this really about? What's this mm -hmm. really about? Mm -hmm. And kind of dig a little deeper. 
Sometimes they need their space, but sometimes once those floodgates have opened, just let them flow, let them talk, let them just get it all out of their system. So it's not pent up any longer. Hmm. So you have created this into a podcast where you're helping women too. Is it just women or is it both? So it's mostly women uh, that I work with, but I do have some male clients uh, Mm -hmm. from time to time, but it's really geared towards women, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell me how that started. Um, it, it was kind of a fluke. I just, I loved listening to podcasts. And one day I was just like, well, I could do that. And I went, could I really, could I? So I just started looking into it and seeing if there's a, and there's several voices in this category, but is, do I have a unique voice that I could add to this? So that was definitely one of those things that I was really trying to, uh, bring in my voice, my perspective into this realm. And how long have you been doing it for now? So I've had the podcast for about a year. Um, I worked and I was doing the same thing. Like I worked full time. I just retired uh, last year. So I was doing the dual role of, of everything. And now that I'm retired and solely focusing on my coaching and my podcast, it's it's been really a lot lighter and a lot more fun in regards to to being able to share the information. But I love having this outlet in this opportunity to help people. And tell me a little bit about like the format. Is it you picking a topic or do you get questions asked that you're answering? Most of the time it's me picking a topic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do have some guests on from time to time. So there's solo and guest episodes, just people who have expertise in various areas of parenting or divorce or finance that can come on and be that voice for for the, the women who are listening, because I don't have all the answers, mm. but there's no way, but I do try to bring on experts in the field who can provide some of those things for the ladies as well. I really do enjoy it. I try to keep it to like a half hour. So it's listenable while you're waiting mm-hmm. in the pickup mm-hmm. line at school or driving to the grocery store and back. <laughs> yes. But I do try to bring in different topics. Um, you were mentioning grieving, like a grieving process. Mm. So Um, I definitely have an episode on grieving and on fun mom summer and on different things that help ladies get through this process and into a good single mom life, because Mm -hmm. it doesn't just, you know, the papers aren't signed and you go, okay, I'm done. Well, what do I do next? Mm. Who am I becoming? So we work through all of those transitional pieces. That is so awesome. I, I had never thought about that as like a service, but it is such a need. I just keep thinking about like, going through that, how lonely it probably feels. And then to be able to have someone, a resource that can help you kind of manage these emotions and feelings and, and just kind of guide your steps, right. To get to Mm -hmm. the other side. Cause just like you said, there is life on the other side. There is, there's, there is a great life on the other side. And one of my girlfriends, when I was going through my divorce said it perfectly, getting divorced sucks. Mm -hmm. Being divorced is great. So once you can get through those murky waters, holy cow, you find this amazing freedom on the other side and you can learn to co-parent and you can learn to do these things. And it takes a while through the process, but now it's your house. It's your decisions. It's, it's your time. And people go, oh, well, the the kids aren't with me this weekend. Oh no. What do I do? 
honey, this is your life. You get to do whatever you want. And when those value systems in place, now you get to step out and figure out what it is you want to do, who you want to be, and really explore this whole new time block of your yeah. own. So it's a lot of fun to be able to do it. I don't recommend getting divorced just so you have right. time. But if you get on that other side, you really can have a lot of freedom. Wow. I ask all my guests this question. What does it mean to you to be living in your legacy? Oh my gosh. Uh, I love that question. Living in my legacy really is being able to bring value, bring value to people and living in my value system, very different, uh, living in that integrity with myself and being of service or of purpose to others and really being able to be part of that bigger community, you know, and it, and having a legacy, it's not something on a tombstone. It may be the person that you impact that doesn't know your name. It might be the person that you help, you know, with the groceries, you know, just living in that value. That is a legacy that I can pass along to my kids. I can role model. It's something that I know, and it doesn't have to be like this big overarching you know, um, epitaph. It's just mm -hmm. something that I know in my heart is who I really am and living that out every day, living out that compassion, living out that act, those acts of service is living in my legacy. Beautifully said. I love that. And I think that's, I mean, just so exactly what I want with this podcast is thinking about how you structure your life now and how you're living your life every day so that it is making that impact in the long run, not thinking about something that's going to happen at the end of your life. And like you said, like a big, meaningful thing that happens at the end or whatever, but doing it every day so that mm -hmm. the people that you impact every day see that. I love that. Yeah. And, and I think it's just so good for, you know, especially if you have little kids to see you role modeling this for them, seeing you living in that authenticity, I think it really helps do a service for them as they're growing up to find their way as well. Hmm. Well, you mentioned you have a couple of worksheets on your website and I would love for you to just maybe talk about one of them or pick one that you like or a recent one. Sure. Uh, the value system one we've already talked about, and it's a worksheet that you can download for free. And then I also have a budgeting one on there. And uh, for anybody who is struggling with do I sell the house? Do I keep the house? It's got several columns to work out your monthly budget. So if you are going through divorce, or if you're, you're thinking about leaving your full-time job and being a stay-at-home mom, mm. how can I make this work? If I'm looking to transition uh, and move someplace else, how is this going to work? What kind of house to do a mortgage can I have? So it's got three columns. So you can kind of play with the numbers a little bit on the paper. Like mm -hmm. if my mortgage is this and my groceries are this, and I think it's a, a good opportunity for anybody to be able to sit down and kind of work through the, those budgeting opportunities um, for now, for retirement, wherever, whatever stage you're in. Joy, where can we find those? Sure. Those are on the website, divorce-confidant.com. Okay. And then does your website also have links to your podcast? Yes. It has links to the podcast, to the Instagram. It's got uh, some blog posts on there. It's got a whole lot of information. Excellent. 
Okay. So you said divorce hyphen confidant.com. And I'll put that Correct. in the show notes so people can click the link and go directly to you if they want to find you. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, Joanne, you mentioned that you might have a special offer for the Living Her Legacy listeners. Yes. So I do have a promo code for um, the six session coaching service that I have. And it's $100 off of the package. And if you just use the code Her Legacy at the website, you can get the $100 discount through the end of the year. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that offer. Of course, you know, the more people that I can help, the more people I can be of service to, it helps families, it helps the kids, it just helps make the community a better place and lives move, move more uh, smoothly. Yeah, it's definitely a needed service. Just like I said before, it's, I, I had never thought of it before, but now that I, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh my goodness, like that just sounds so nice. I mean, it's like having a doula at childbirth, right? It's like having someone mm -hmm, that can exactly. like hold your hand. They've done it before. They kind of know the ropes and they can help guide you through that experience. Exactly. And just give you support along the way and just some, a little extra love, a little extra help. And it uh, really can make things easier. I love that. All right, Joy, okay. before we go, you mentioned that you um, did do some study in like yoga and meditation. Do you have any meditations available for people? You know, I do. I do meditations in my consult, in my consultations and my sessions with my clients, but I also have a few that I've uploaded to insight timer, a free meditation app. So I love that I can add a voice in there because mine are mostly faith-based, uh, mm -hmm. bringing in faith-based affirmations or Bible verses that can also be a benefit when going through this process, this divorce process. So I do have a few of those up there on Insight Timer. Excellent. Well, we'll definitely link those as well. Well, it's been such a pleasure talking with you, Joy. Thank you so much for joining today. Oh, thank you for having me on. This has been fun. I appreciate the opportunity. Yes. And I'm so glad to get your message out to everybody else because I really feel like it is powerful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining today. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Joy. She has been so gracious to offer $100 off to Living Her Legacy listeners off of her coaching succession. So if you get onto her site, you can find it linked below and use the code HERLEGACY when you sign up. It will give you $100 off. I really appreciate her being able to share that with us. Can't wait to see you guys next week.